0: Welcome, Wargamers. Join your hosts, Alco and Monty, two Canadian wargaming enthusiasts, as we explore all aspects of tabletop wargaming. We roll dice, talk tactics, share hobby hacks, and explore new tabletop systems, all on the Trident Gaming podcast.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode here, Trident Wargaming Gaming. Uh, Andy here again, and with me is Jason as well. How goes? Cloudy. Excellent. Doing good? Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Rocking and rolling. Very nice, very nice. So today, uh, in this episode, very excited, as you can probably see behind me, uh, the combined Arms box set. Uh, we've got our hands on it uh, a couple of weeks ago. And we're just finally kind of getting to it now. Um, So excited to go through this box set and kind of talk about uh, some of the rules and like the actual application of this system. um, Both as I guess the uh, kind of like I guess the board game. And the more exciting part of it for me is the campaign portion of it. Um, So this will be a fun I think I would say a fun episode for sure. Some good yeah. ideas we'll yeah. probably have to write down and uh, you know <laughs> plan Yoink. for future campaigns. Uh, before, makes... but uh, before we get started, we'll um, kind of do a little bit of rambling about our current campaign, uh, which just started last week actually, and yeah, um, Wednesday. So it's, yeah, that's uh, the usual day we play our games is Wednesday nights and, um, kicked off doing the Stalingrad campaign out of the actual campaign book following pretty much the campaign system there with the, um, you know, the VP tracker and all that stuff and territories. Um, I'll probably put a post up here with, uh, pictures for what our map looks like and stuff, um, with a little bit of minor adjustments, but yeah, that kicked off. Uh, We had uh, a good eight players, I believe. Yeah, eight players um, battling it out and uh, having a good time.
0: It did not go very well for Mother Russia. Let me say that. I know on my end, I got trounced.
1: Yeah, no, same thing on my side. I I definitely got rocked. Um, It wasn't... It wasn't a good battle for, for for me. Knocking off the rust, yes, because I haven't played my Soviets in a long, long time. But um, <laughs> it was definitely one of those missions that was kind of like, okay, I made some mistakes. Time to time to recoup, recoup, and and figure this out. You know, uh, for the next uh, scenario, next match. So, yeah. But uh, it seemed like everybody had fun regardless, right? Um, yeah. Yep. So four territories were being attacked and the German forces were able to take three out of the four territories. Um, they gained a whack load of uh, VPs, which gave them an additional uh, order dice to use uh, for initiative and for picking pretty much where they're attacking and stuff. So um, good on them. Um Dusty was our champion of the motherland, who held off in the uh, <laughs> workers' district. <laughs> the workers' village, yep. I guess. Um, so you know, kind of our saving grace. He saved us. Uh, saved us around before complete annihilation. <laughs> Phew. So yeah,
0: it, it was not looking good. Thanks to him, we have at least two more weeks, mathematically. Of thanks, Dusty. <laughs> Of a uh, campaign. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know that the campaign system accounted for the Russians losing every game but
1: uh, yeah it was it, it was good it might be fast it was it was a good chuckle or everybody was like so uh going to be a quick campaign eh <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so but uh no it was it was really fun it was good good to have everybody out uh did a little bit of work on like the map and whatnot, and then um, it looks great. Yeah, it does. Thanks. It's um, it's pretty easy to do, but uh, it, it's that extra piece. You know what I mean? Just to to give it a little bit of extra oomph for the players and to actually be able to see. Plus, for the community to see too that hey, you know what, we are doing things, and um, we're trying to make things happen so that. You know, could get more players like that was the first time in a while we actually had four games going. So it was good um, and I'm hoping to see more of it. And the nice thing, too, about it is it's actually uh, kind of an open end campaign. So if I do have extra players who want to jump in, they can just message me and, and say, hey, yeah, I want to jump in and um, just go from there. Right. So uh, it'd be pretty neat. Uh, it'd be nice to see some of the old faces come in and maybe play some games, but uh, regardless, it was good and it was and it's good to see the mechanics in action as well. Um, just to see, you know, down the road for the next one, uh, which will actually use the combined arms uh, rules instead, because we do, yeah. we do have a game plan with a larger map and and uh, territories and, and hexes, so it works quite well. And we'll talk about that. As soon as we get the combined arms, um, but yeah, going went pretty strong. Uh, the guys are already set up for pretty much what territories they want to, um, you know, want to attack and whatnot. Um, so they've already kind of decided that. Now we just got to go kind of through the missions and and tweak tweak them a little bit to fit our setting, right? So, um, so yeah, good good stuff on everybody's end on everybody's part. Uh, this has also sparked uh, me pulling out my Soviets and dusting them out off, and uh, trying to uh, probably start building some more of them and and hopefully get some paint on them as well. So uh, nice. Yeah, I know you were you were working on your Soviets for a while, right? So
0: yeah, I was I was working on them and then I you know it's a lot of browns uh-huh. and then I I fell off the. Wagon or on the wagon, however the hell, however the hell that drunk <laughs> does it. <laughs> I uh, I uh, stopped working on them, but I I'm totally inspired to pick them back up and uh, and get going again, which is kind of the fun of the, uh, you know, when you get a new campaign or a new yeah. you know, game going. Uh, so yeah, I've been you know uh, kind of uh, you know, pushing me pushing me to finish finish off those armies kind of like, kind of like you were saying.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I hear you. And uh, this year I'll get at least one bolt action army fully painted. So, uh, that, that is one of my goals. Um, but I definitely want to get more considering I have tons. Um, yeah. but, uh, overall, yeah, no, it's good. It's it's fun. Um, I'm sure everybody's excited for next round, so the pairings are, are slightly different now, so everybody will actually get to play somebody different so it doesn't get, you know, get stale or something like that because sometimes campaigns can do that. But um, Yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah I, like
0: how, I like how you decided to do that, to basically rotate who plays
1: yeah.
0: who, since that doesn't necessarily matter. We're not defending our own individual territories, so We're more flexible with that. It's just the overall, you know, campaign area that we all pair off and do the battle. So, so I think that was a smart choice.
1: Yeah. I, I think it's important to, to do that in a sense, um, just, just so that. You know, you you are playing different people. They have different armies. There's different tactics. There's it just so people can get that exposure to other players as well, instead of like, oh, I gotta play Jason for the sixth time in a row. You know?
0: Yeah, I'm um, getting so tired of beating him. Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there's there <laughs> there has been uh, there has been some campaigns that I've played in. Um, way back when in the past where like, you were just pitted up against your best buddy every time. And it was just a, you know, a grudge fest of just an ongoing battle between these two armies. And like, you know, you're losing so many points and you're losing so many units and you're not playing anybody else who's actually into the, in the game. And it's like, uh, okay, enough's enough. Right. So Yeah. Um, no, it's good. This will be good. It allows people to change their armies up, be flexible, this and that, and, and play other people too. So, um, But yeah, overall, good. Uh, I'm quite enjoying it. I'm glad how it's, it's turned out. But going forward with campaign talk and, and all that, Combine Arms. This is... Uh... <laughs> So this is this is the one game or one expansion game release that Warlord Games uh, had mentioned a while back. Um, it's funny enough, I think it was on my first or second podcast for Trident War Gaming that I had John Russell on, and he mentioned it, and that was like uh, a, a, over a year and a half ago, probably. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> um, but now it's it's here. Um, from what I've seen and read, uh, like I've gone through the book kind of like two times already, uh, really liking what I see, uh, just, mm-hmm. just quickly uh, overall really like that, what I see, um, more so for the actual campaign, uh, utilizing the other systems, bolt action, victory at sea, cruel seas, blood red skies. Uh, I think it can make for very interesting campaigns, um, for communities, you know, and, and getting people involved in these large kind of World War II battles and, and, uh, just campaigns, right? Theatres. Yeah. So, um, pretty cool. Uh, your your thoughts, Jason?
0: I kind of see it as a tool set. Mm Mm-hmm. More than a a finished game, you can play it as a board game. I guess that you know, to each their own. Yeah, I think there's probably better board games if that's what you want. But as a way to link campaign games, uh, a simple system that should be fairly easily manipulated and customized uh, to whatever you want. Uh, it's really, uh, it's so simple that I should have thought of it, but I clearly never did. You know what I mean? Until it, it's cause it seems very simple. Yeah. But, uh, like dove, I didn't, I think of that every time I tried to sat, like we a couple weeks ago so, sat down and we were trying to, you know, suss out you know, or a month ago trying to suss out what we could do for a hex based campaign. And we had mm-hmm. all sorts of ideas, but they are all like
1: a bit complex. Think,
0: yeah. Complex and convoluted and, and, or going the other way and being too simple and not, you know, inclusive enough of, you know, of various elements. I think this is just a tool set that we can apply to the maps they give you, which are nice, but I think honestly, I know you got that uh, really cool uh, Normandy map.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: We'll probably use, and probably in the future, two more elaborate maps, maybe making for a little bit of a longer campaign.
1: Yeah. Definitely.
0: Uh, and uh, yeah, I think that this is uh, this is how we're gonna
1: do it no you you said it right there, like it's a tool, definitely it's a tool for for this kind of stuff and um funny, you mentioned that we were you know we talked about doing campaigns and we were talking about like turn sequences and like initiative and armies, and how complex do we want to get it into with it right and a lot of the stuff that's in here was very similar you know, cut to the, to the overall idea of what we wanted to do. Yeah. Right. But this just had kind of refined it to a point of, Hey, let's do this. You can do these games in this campaign. Here's your point levels. Go play some battles. Have fun. Yeah. Here's some results. This is what happens when winner and loser. Right. So, um, but yeah, like, simple, simple, um, ideas that actually make it into an actual system that is like, just works, right? Like it just works like reading into the actual campaign section of it at the back of the, that's where I started when I actually opened the book. As I went straight <laughs> to the campaign section. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it's very, very simple. They pretty much tell you, okay, you know, get rid of these cards and put these cards in that are, are applicable to the game that you're playing or that you're having involved in your campaign um, and go from there. Here's your points. This is the armies. This is how you deploy. It's all in the book. Um, and it just, you get to play with it and you actually have your armies on this map and you have pieces, Right. And it, yeah, yeah. It, it, makes, yeah. it makes for a start of a beautiful thing, a, a campaign.
0: And, I uh, mean, we were having trouble sor- sussing out how to pull together a bolt action campaign. Yeah. This lays it out for bolt action, victory at sea, cruel seas, blood-red skies. Exactly. To all tie together fairly easily, right? No. And uh, most of us have... A form of some of us idiots, me, has all of them. <laughs> what do you mean, you? But uh, I don't think you have Cruel Cs. I think I got oh, one I up do. on you. you, you oh, got, you do? Oh, you have, okay.
1: You have more Cruel Cs than I do, but I do have yes. it.
0: <laughs> so uh, so anyway, some of us idiots have all of them, but uh, even if they don't, and even if not everybody has it, uh, you can still make it work in the campaign. You have the two clowns that have that sea army, or navy, I guess that's what they call them, uh, and, uh, <laughs> you know, the sea armies. And uh, <laughs> and you let them battle it out on the sea if you want, or you can just uh, do do a dice roll. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know,
0: or or leave them out of the campaign if it's a system that people just aren't interested in or don't have. Or, uh, but or, I really... or
1: maybe you're playing a, a, a portion of Europe that there really is no... You know, yeah, you're playing C-line. the
0: Eastern Front. You're not going to need a big Navy, right? Exactly. So... Uh, but but I love the concept that I can have all of those working in. And what, what a great way to introduce players.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, because also the other thing is you don't need a lot to play the other games.
1: No. No, you don't.
0: So it would be, you know, uh fairly easy to say, you know, I kinda have both forces. Uh let's just have you know, I'll bring both forces and and we can have uh a battle with one of the other players that maybe never tried it before. And oh exactly. It, you know? Exactly. That's like
1: exactly.
0: what a great way for people to have a reason to to try a game and selfishly as a guy that plays the game already, I might be able to expand the, uh, the player horizon, you know, that, uh, my player, uh, uh, enemy board a little bit.
1: Oh, for sure. You might actually have people interested in the other game. Right. So yeah, it's like you said, it's a good way of, of drawing people in and, uh, it's great. And in, in all honesty, it's great. It's, it's. I am, uh, very pleased uh, of what they had brought out for this and how, again, how simple it is and, and how easy, like read the book in you know, just a couple hours kind of thing. Right. Reread it, read other parts of it. So, um, neat thing to, you know, I'll show you off some of the stuff that, that comes in. Um, you do have a couple of boards for combined arms, you know, this is where all your cards go your operations boards. There's different things that happen. Uh, You do have a pretty much an initiative and and order um, board here as well. Uh, You do get the nice sprues with the units and objective markers, which are pretty cool. And uh, you do have your units and uh, whatnot. Cool thing about this is There is another old classic game called Axis and Allies that has tons of pieces like this. um, That if you want to do a more grander scale campaign, you definitely can use that stuff for it, right? So uh, that's pretty cool. Um, And of course, you get them in different colors for the the two forces or, or a neutral force or something like that. I don't know why there's three colors, but anyways... Um, I think
0: the, the gray is neutral, the green is allies, and the tan is axis. I
1: don't know why you get yeah, the neutral forces. One, I think it's just the sprue. Probably just the, yeah, they probably just printed a sprue it, off, right? It costs
0: them the same to print a sprue yeah. as it does to, <laughs> it's cheaper than doing a separate.
1: Exactly. So you just get
0: extras, I guess. Paint them green or brown if you want to. hmm <laughs>
1: Uh, you do get a whole bunch of card packs that come with the game as well. Um, there's stuff for your objective cards. Uh, there's victory cards. Um, there's also like, uh, other stuff that happens in the game. Uh, initiative cards that have like bonuses, um, to what can happen. You know, we play this before land battle and such and such stuff will happen kind of thing. Right. Bonuses, um, and then there's situation cards as well. And there's like weather changes. So it's pretty neat. They, they did put a lot into it and, um, just changes the battle up a little bit, changes the actual map a little bit as well, because, um, some units, you know, they can't move as fast or the weather has changed and this has happened, uh, stuff like that. So, um, neat thing about it is when you start going through, like, you know, how to play the game kind of thing um you've pretty much got four phases and you got like an order phase, an air phase, a resolution phase, and of course the end phase. So um you pretty much get to order you know your your units that you have um and I think it's th- up to three, I think infantry and three tanks and naval And Air Force, yeah, that's the amount of minis that you have. Um, But it's up to six units, I think it is, um, when you, like, decide to deploy them on your map. And then you start giving orders and whatnot, and different phases happen in the game. So, um, you know, I'm not going to be going through, like, all the actual rules and whatnot for the game itself, but just kind of give you a little examples here and there of stuff too. Uh, One thing I thought was really cool is when you do select an order to give to a unit, it's based off of um, this here where you have your land, you know, your your air and your sea, and it allows you to move that many units. Plus, so these guys here that have the ring around it, um, they're like concealed units, right? So, this is the part I thought was cool, is you have concealed units, and the way they tell you to do it is you take these tokens, and one token is the actual um, force, and then the other token is like a scout force, right? And you move them the same way, but your enemy doesn't know which one's the actual force.
0: Yeah, because one side shows... it's a two-sided cardboard token. One side shows... Just like blank colors. Yeah. The other side shows this is the unit, and one of the tokens says this is unit, one of the tokens says nothing. So, or it's a scout, I think it says, and the other one says nothing.
1: Yeah, so those are. Yeah. Those there, kind of thing, right? And then, of course, you have the types of. and colors of units. So.
0: Exactly. So they don't know which one is which until they actually move their unit next to it and engage that unit. Yeah. And then of course they might have wasted a move or moved in the wrong direction to get that blank unit, which is nothing. So it's you know, you you're you're able to outsmart your enemy. You through a counter or a a faint attack in that direction or or some kind of subterfuge happened. Anyway, you tricked them into going the other way, allowing your forces, your real forces, to do what they wanted to do, which I think is clever. Or, or it forces them to commit two units, right? One yeah. going to this one, one going to this one, instead of doing something that they wanted, which I, I love in a game where it forces you to react, forces the enemy to react to something you do. Uh, so I thought that and it's how simple is that? It's a very simple mechanic it it's easy to follow. It kind of accomplishes what it does it fits narratively.
1: yeah uh, exactly
0: I, I really I really like it. A lot of the things kind of kind of work that way. and even just like uh, you know uh, the cards and how they apply to the games. Right, like uh,
1: exactly. Yeah, I mean, like read one, one of the
0: yeah, read read one if you
1: have it there. So let me see here. So yeah, so uh, for like for a bolt action game, uh, they have chosen battlefield. So you play this before land battle happens, um, which pretty much is two of your units engage each other kind of thing on the map. We uh, should say which, too
0: that these these cards are uh, random. Yes, you get to. Those- you don't get like all of the cards
1: no they uh, they're on a pile you, you and you draw these cards right um, yeah so yeah so there's there's two things on the cards, but like for this one, chosen battlefield uh pretty much allows you to choose the scenario for the battle, and then you draw an additional uh, uh initiative card um whereas the other part of this card um is air support and it's play before land battle, you gain one free forward air observer in this battle as long as you have at least one air unit in front of you. Uh, What it means air unit in front of you is you can deploy air units and um, they'll zip across the board as well and engage in combats. If you're just doing the regular kind of board game, they have their own rules for it where you pretty much fight each other on a, a dice roll. Or you can do some air strikes against like ground units to try to destroy them. Um, otherwise, if you're playing like a campaign, and you want to do Blood Red Skies, then you just literally play a Blood Red Skies game, right? So uh, having that air unit in front of you, just as long as it's you have a unit of it, pretty much you can use that um, air support. Which um, how sweet is that? Especially as like uh, the Americans. Mm-hmm. A
0: free air observer that can go twice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, and it's and in like there's there's different ones too, right? Like um, informants, which is interesting. Play as an order, um, so you play it at a certain time in the campaign. Uh, so you reveal an army unit or look at the army sheet of any revealed army unit. Now revealed is. If, if it's on the board and it's not concealed. So you, you actually know that there's an army in a hex. And if you're using these cards, it, and this is for the campaign using the other systems, um, each little army is an, like their own list, right? So very interesting to say at least, you know, having that kind of stuff, um, final stand again play before the defensive land battle all infantry and artillery units in your force have the fanatic special rule if you lose the battle your units cannot retreat so you know there's stuff like that and they have it for cruel seas uh i believe they have is it six or is it three, three, three cards yeah three cards for pretty much each system um so it's it's interesting that they put these in here uh they do replace some other cards but it gives it gives the uh you know the initiative cards and the game a little bit of that extra boost right like you know in some other campaigns you take a territory and you get a boost well it's these cards now so
0: and how easy would it be uh sorry to interrupt there how easy nope, would it be okay. to Uh, take these cards, you're doing a campaign, you're using a specific map, i.e. D-Day, you know, Normandy map. Yep. Uh, To take the cards and replace them with something more thematic. And they could even have very similar type uh, rules. Nothing that changes the game. The guy's not going to win or lose because he got to choose a scenario. The guy's not going to win or lose because he got a Free air observer. I mean, maybe it's going to play a big part, but it's certainly beatable. I mean, a sniper could take off that that air observer in the first round, too, or a prep bombardment can, you know. So uh, it's nothing going to change the game that much. But just to add the extra oomph, I mean, you you throw on, uh, you know, uh, some kind of area specific card you know, that makes sense thematically. And uh, bada bing, bada boom, you just made this generic, you know, system into a, you know, a really cool campaign for not a lot of uh, work. They kind of did all the hard work for you, which we can attest to. We sat there for freaking like three hours. Yeah, we and did. And we, we came up with nothing. We came up with, uh, we were just going to wait. (laughs) (laughs) they're probably going to do a better job than us
1: and we were right (laughs) no for, for sure for sure and it's 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 cool because like like you said the work is is done there and guys who are you know in communities or running communities they can definitely take this and add to it and add their own little spin or make different cards or whatever the case is, right. You know, you have a specific map that you want to play, you know, and it's great because you can start it off with like a large event, which is kind of like an idea in my head of wanting to do that, you know, start off a a large event and have a a big group setting of guys battling it out and then start off your campaign. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to get the hype rolling. Right. Um, But going back to the cards, It's neat because, you know, those were initiative cards that we kind of talked about, but there's other cards and, um, when it comes to the objectives on the board, uh, they did quite well, um, making these cards and like, there's different ones. You have like a commercial hub or a cultural center, you know, fortifications, build up area kind of thing, uh, radar station. And they each um, are pretty much objectives that you got to try to capture in the game to score points to win, right? And when you're doing it normally, you know, you have to pretty much try to defeat the opponent that's right beside you by rolling dice. But in the campaign part of it, you know, when you're battling it out against your opponent and you're actually having a game of bolt action or, or blood red skies or something like that, Um, it, it definitely puts that into perspective of like, okay, well, there is a airfield here, right? Like this is the objective card. You need to take it. And, you know, they also have other stuff on here too, like radar station. After your opponent completes an air order, you may place an air unit onto an empty hex. So there are things on here that give you bonuses when you uh capture it so it's the incentive to kind of like see what's on the board and see what your main objective is to take you know maybe your forces are pushing to take a certain thing because it's going to really give you a bonus um so that's pretty cool there's that um again beautiful beautiful thing about that is you can end up making your own eventually right Um, they do have, and this is cool too, is, uh, you know, uh, national advantage and they have like inspired general, great Navy, uh, half tracks. So these all give you bonuses for stuff too, you know, extra moving, extra hexes, um, drawing initiative cards, removing blitz tokens, which allow you to go faster kind of thing. And they're all kind of based off of, like, a lot of the nations, right? You know, uh, uh, this one I I thought was cool, but uh, economic might. So after reinforcing, which is pretty much reinforcing your army or or building another army uh, on the board, uh, you discard your hand of initiative cards, and then you would reinforce a second time. So you get a second army or, or, or reinforce a second time, like units that are damaged, right? So those are cool. Um They do have other cards like Blitz or uh, Opening Gambit. Each player gets one of these and it like affects right off the bat, really affects your, your game kind of thing. Um, each player draws three initial cards, remove the card from the game. Uh, first strike, each player draws an initial card, place the card next to the map first player to destroy an enemy unit in the land or sea battle gets one bonus victory point. So there's cool little things like that. Um, Then you have your resolution cards. Now, these are the ones that um, pretty much will allow you to like capture stuff. And there's also other effects as well. So when you pick your um, objective cards, you actually have these cards that match those objectives, so like a built-up area. Um, If a player controls the built-up area objective, they gain one victory point. Uh, The opposing player may then escalate, and then you discard this card. And it's called a... So you'll have the flip and resolve, and then when you do flip it, they have different ones. This one's a victory, so that's pretty much how you claim that territory, right? Right. Um, So there's a bunch of that, but there's also uh, another set of resolution cards and they'll have wording on it like that one, repositioning. There's no effect, but then you flip it and this one will have effects in it too. So it's like no battles take place this turn, which is, that's big. Reveal all units adjacent to an enemy unit. So that happens. Capture. That can happen. So capture in a territory. And then you just discard this card. Right? And then there's other stuff like you'll have situations where you have fog. Low visibility. Minus one from air raid rolls. And that's for, um, you know, if you're playing kind of like the uh, the board game portion of it. Right? So stuff like that. Um, and then you flip it and it has like each player may choose a battle or re- battle or reinforce capture or discard and discard this card. So again, they have multiple things on them. Um, we'll have to see how they play out when we actually try it out. Um, but to me, it seems like a good way of, of rolling out and having some fun with it. And there's a lot of little different things to the actual game. Little, um, you know, different scenarios, different uh, resolutions and stuff like that that you can do. But when it comes down to it, when you are doing the actual campaign portion of it and including your uh, other games into it, I think what is really cool is they tell you, okay, each little... Uh, unit that you have on the board on the hex is for example bolt action is a thousand point reinforced platoon or a thousand point reinforced armored platoon and they give you you know they give you the page number and what books to to take it out of so Mm -hmm. uh, it's very straightforward it's very um you know the leveling field is is level the game field is level so um they really just did it just use the generic selectors theater selectors which is great and the beauty thing about it is each of your forces you know is an army on its own and as you're building your armies they can be different and you can keep track of that stuff right so i like that um as for, like the battles, obviously you're going to be playing your games, but when it comes to winner and loser, you know, victor and def- and being defeated, uh, they have a portion here which tell you, you know, what happens. So you actually start losing points from your armies, and then you also lose a big chunk that you have to decide where that chunk is again is-, is coming from. So it it tends to actually be able to possibly wipe out full armies that are on the board. So um, I do like that. I I do uh, like that they have that portion in it. Um, You just got to watch out with, you know, is there going to be a lot of bookkeeping? Uh, They do recommend, you know, trying to take out like whole armies when you have to decide the points and whatnot uh, to, to take away, right? So... But, you know, when, if you have a system set up that's, um, straightforward and everybody's good at keeping track of stuff, then you should be good. You know, yeah. Give, give yourself time, right? Like, don't try to do it in, in a week's time and then flip over the next turn. Like, give yourself a week, two weeks or so, right? But, yeah, too. And I, I
0: was going to say, too, is, uh, it depends on your game group or your game situation, you know, maybe for, uh, people playing it at a, at a FLGS, uh, maybe they wanted to just simply your armies wiped out on the board, uh, nice and easy record keeping. Yep. Uh, but if you're playing with, uh, two buddies, then You know in your basement it probably doesn't matter you know you can have a guy with an excel or a piece of paper and and keeping track of that a little easier
1: yeah
0: Uh, so yeah just cater it to your i think that's the biggest strength in this whole system is that it's so easy even just reading through it it seems so easy to manipulate to your your needs and uh, your desires, like whatever you, uh,
1: oh, hundred percent,
0: feel would fit your your particular group or your particular group's playing style or what they like more. You know, maybe your group is really nitty gritty and wants to get as in depth as possible. I think there's lots of ways to add depth without being adding very much difficulty. Because you're using a fairly simple system, uh, I think you can add a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of battle tech to it, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's. But also you can keep it just plain Jane, and it, it seems that it will play very simple just by itself. Very little record keeping, easy peasy. Uh, so I, I think you can really... Just use this as, uh, you know, the recipe out of a magazine where, uh, you substitute, uh, you know, fresh tomatoes for canned tomatoes if you need to. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, you're, you're absolutely right. It's, uh, it's a beautiful setup, I would say. Um, the other thing that's actually really, really nice is, um, Each of the games, bolt action, cruel seas, victory at seas, you know, blood red skies, they're not overcomplicated games, you know, um, they're great games. They're strategic games. They, they have a lot of depth to them, but you know, they're not, there's not a whole lot of, um, crazy, super bookkeeping detail to the actual game itself. So having the games like that makes it a lot easier for the campaign as well. Right? Cuz like like yourself and myself, you know, like we've played each and every one of those games and we can easily probably just pick them up and start playing them again, right? Like Blood, Oh yeah. Blood Red Skies, we've had a couple games and it's like it's it's fairly simple to play. Right? And my son, he's He's 10 and he, or nine, he's
0: not even 10 yet. Uh, he's killer
1: at blood red skies. See, and there you go. Right. And, but there's still a little bit of depth to that game. Like when we played, yeah, you know, when we played, you know, you can see, okay, Oh, I need to do this before that to try to get this. This might win me the game. Or if it fails, now I'm in a bad position, right? Like that kind of idea of the game. Um, you know, uh, Bolt action, well, bolt action is bolt action. You know, it's still a strategic game. Like, I know if my guys are out in the open, I'll probably get outflanked by some tank and, you know, get the machine gun murder machine on me and get ripped apart, right? Well, better get into that cover, hunker down, just try to survive, hold objectives, right? You know, uh, victory at sea, It's a lot of it is, is pos- positioning and arcing. And... Um, trying to get off some damn torpedoes. But uh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to stop those damn torpedoes I think is the yeah. And uh and the flights, the flights too, right? Like from the carriers and stuff. Yeah. Um so having the games being pretty straightforward and really really good in my opinion. Um, combined with this campaign mode and these rule sets you should have no problem setting this stuff up and playing. And it'd be very exciting to see what people do, uh, considering that this stuff is out. Um, there's always crazy ideas going in my head, right? Grandiose ideas matter if I get to them or not, but, uh, it's a start. We'll make it happen. Um, and it's nice cause it brings, brings something else to, to then to just, you know, showing up and playing games to, uh, to a community, right. It gets people involved. You know, I know a lot of guys get excited when it comes to events and campaigns and tournaments and all that stuff. And this is just a, like you said, another tool, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's uh, a, it's a toolbox. This is the, the greatest thing since, uh, that a company's done since, uh, Hasbro made
1: cartoons for their toys. (laughs) no it's it's pretty good and they did they did quite well with it for uh just how they kind of worded everything and whatnot in the game as well and in the book um i wouldn't be surprised if you'd seen if you see maybe uh, another book that came out that maybe was a little bit more advanced play in it um as an option that'd be cool too But uh, I think this is is great where it's at. And very excited to put it into practice. I'm sure you and me will slug it out. Oh, yeah. So. But, yeah, again, it's it's nice that um, really you can use these rules. You can use the campaign section in it. Um, Even if you're only just playing bolt action. All the other stuff. They have whatever else you need in the board game kind of portion of it um, to use that in your campaign as well and to pretty much um, be able to actually play it out. So to give you that kind of full effect, right?
0: You can play it out, uh, individual battles, or you can use the dice roll mechanic like from the board game. Easy peasy.
1: Yeah, and they even you know they even say in here you know for guys to uh, however they want to make their campaign, however they want to adjust it, like it's all here, so you're good to go. So, um, two thumbs up on my end, that's for sure. Keep yeah. keep up the good work for that. Uh, I'm I'm going to enjoy the shit out of this. <laughs> I think so. so. I think so. First. Up. I have
0: to lose this campaign that we're working, that we're playing now. Yeah. Then we'll have to lose. I mean, then we'll have to play the other (laughs) campaign with this.
1: Yeah, no, this, uh, this will take a little bit of planning to do with just uh, with the map and stuff that I have. And then plus uh, some of the digital work that I tend to do uh, for some of the communities. So this will be cool. You know, having some battle reports and like, you know, orders being issued and really, putting in that thematic kind of feel to I'm the general of, you know, the, the Southern army or whatever, or the, uh, uh, Northern battle group or whatever, right? You know? Yeah. Um, and it's nice cause you could do this. And of course you can track down some other tools like, uh, Leanne did from Red Claw gaming there. She found that map for me, like, I don't know, year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. And uh, it's just from a different gaming company, but it works. It'll work so well with this because it's it's literally a hex system inch, just like they they have, right? One inch hex yep. grid can't complain. So I mean, it works overall. It'll be great. It'll be good fun. Uh, I hope you guys uh, are you know hyped as much as I am and Jason are for the for this combined arms. Uh, maybe you guys have already started. Maybe you guys have started playing some games. you got a campaign going. Hit us up. Show me some pictures. I'd love to see that stuff. Do um, you have card like, ideas? Exactly. Right? Some we want to steal from you. I <laughs> mean. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be, it'll be great to, to see what the community and whatnot, you know, has in store. And um, yeah, see how it all goes. Um, but think that might be kind of good place to be for this episode. Uh, any other comments there, Jason, on your end? Last comments. No, I'm.
0: I'm just. Uh, I'm just looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to actually using the tools to create. Uh, to create a, a campaign with it. Nice. And uh, playing it out, and I'm I'm looking forward to our next uh, round of this campaign. And uh, hopefully not getting our butts kicked uh, so harshly. But I will remind people, especially the people in our gaming group, you know, the Russians uh, did get a little bit of a butt-kicking, and then guess what? <laughs> uh, they came back, so... No, that is true. Just just you wait, people. (laughs) (laughs) Well said. Well said.
1: (laughs) Definitely. We'll have to uh, make sure the commissars are doing their job this time around. But but thanks for tuning in, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Any comments or questions or anything like that, you know, hit us up on the Facebook, Instagram, email us, all that stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, show me some pics, so, uh, you know, stuff that you've painted up. Maybe you got some battle forces, maybe you had a themed army, maybe you made a display or even working on some terrain. I'd love to see that stuff too. Um, so yeah, hit us up, throw it on the Facebook page, all that kind of stuff and, or even tag us in there. Right. So, um, I will be definitely working on some more bolt action. I know I got, uh, some terrain pieces that I've been working on which are going to be interesting to paint um, but um, yeah again thanks everybody for for stopping in and listening and uh, hope you enjoyed and we will catch you next time Bow. trident wargaming build it paint it play it